bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well, as well as I can. Just finished a, finished doing an episode of Thaco's Hammer, so that'll be out sometime next month, I think. I don't know. Sometime. I don't know what the schedule is on those. Tell you the truth, I just do them. So we got our Eberron game starting pretty soon. Probably be going on by the time you hear this. And it's just, it's got me to thinking about stuff like that. Eberron, and I missed it. I found my old, two old Eberron books I got that I have in the garage. And I'm going to be perusing them. I think I'm falling in love with this setting all over again, but I don't want to use 5th edition to run it. I don't want to use 3rd edition to run it. It was originally written for 3rd edition. But I think I have another way of doing it, is by using da, 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 castle, uh, Castles and Crusades, which was a originally, it was the D20 system rewritten, and I can deal with it. So anyway... Today, I want to talk about notes. Notes you pass to your players, notes the players pass to you. I encourage that, but I will get into that after this. Okay, what I want to talk about, well, I already told you what I want to talk about, but notes notes are, are good. I think notes are beneficial to the game. Uh, there's Because there's sometimes there's something you just want one or two players to know. And you don't want everybody else to know. I had to break myself of that habit because every time I play, I just say, well, I do this, what do I find? Or some skill check or some, uh, some stat roll or something like that. What, do I, what happens? Some saving throw. And I don't always want to say, well, this is what you find. You know, the classic, I look for secret doors. You know, do you want to tell everybody what you found? Roll it. Do you want me to tell everybody what you found? I Sometimes you just want to go one or two, and this is what you find, especially if you're dealing with something like a thief character. And taking somebody else out of the room, if something bad happens or something happens, everybody at the table is going, oh, man, something's bad going to happen to us. If you pass a note to them, it's up to them to say whether or not they want to tell everybody. I mean, it's the same thing when you take them out of the room, but it's a little more private. And usually... I tell them to give the note back. Thank you very much. This is what you know. Okay? I'm not preventing them from writing it down on their character sheet or anything. I mean, that's perfectly fine. But I, you know, it, this, is the way you, this is the way I conduct the game. This is the way I control the game. You know, the players control the game their way. I control them my way. Now, what do you use, if you use for no, notes, what do you use for notes? Just a piece of paper? That works. Certainly, but you're always afraid somebody's going to see it. You know, you fold it up. I used to use, I should start using this again. I used, I bought a set of those Easter egg, <clears throat> excuse me, Easter eggs. The plastic ones you get during Easter, you know, where you put candy in and stuff. Great for passing notes. You put a note in there, you just toss it to somebody. They open it, they read it, they put it back, they toss it back. Boom, you're done. Easy peasy, right? Great stuff. That's the way I used to do it. Now, I've got me a couple of dry erase boards here. I've got a big one that I use in my office to write down like appointments I need, doctor's appointments or whatever. But I've also got a small one here. I've got a small one that I want to use for notes. 
Now, how am I going to cover it? I could always put a piece of paper or a cloth over it with like tape. And it's got a dry erase marker. I just write this note and hand it to the player. And he reads it. And either I tell him to hand it, cover it over and hand it, hand it back. Or I just say, erase it. You know, because it's got a, a dry erase marker on here, which has got an eraser on the other end, which I do. Or I could just, uh, you know, take a paper towel or whatever, whatever's at the table and, you know, give it back. And they'll do that. And that is very efficient. I like that. I can't exactly toss it to them, but if I can cover it some way, like with a piece of paper, tape it or something, I can hand it to, you know, here, hand this to this guy. And then he hands it back. Because I'm a, I'm a believer in not, and thinking that not everybody at the t every character at the table knows what's going on. Yeah, sure, most of it you know what's going on, but if there's stuff in the play that happens, you've got to have some way to control that because it's part of the plot. It's part of the, it's part of the adventure. And I see no reason why you can't do it that way. I mean, sometimes, you know, some people just don't like just doesn't like the GM being sneaky. And sometimes you got to be sneaky. I'm sorry, you guys have to tell me everything. I am the world. I'm the narrator. I'm sorry, you, I need to know. You have to. But you are living in the world, and the world doesn't tell you everything. Okay? So I use notes. And some of them, I mean, it's not going to be something like, okay, you're dead. I never do that to somebody. I mean, we'd find out, you know, if something happens, make your save. And if he blows the save, I may there's this is the point where I take him in the other room. Say you were mind control. Say you're charmed. Say you're this, that, and the other thing. You know, that way. Or I could just write on a note or my board, you are charmed. And then, you know, we will we will conduct it accordingly. Because there are times I've, I've Carlos's infamous five E game. There were times when my friend Gareth had a character, his character, who would just, he, he had a habit of doing things like getting charmed. And we wouldn't know it because him and Carlos kept it on the down low. And it, it to me, it greatly enhanced uh, the game. I loved it. It was a lot of fun. And if he was charmed, well, that's just another, that's something else we got to deal with. So we deal with it. So I don't see why that th that kind of thing I think players should just lighten up about if they have a problem with it because this is this is how we play the game. I'm sorry. You know, I'm as honest with you guys as I can, but I still have to run the world, so this is how I play the game. Anyway, I, I, you guys want to talk to me about I got to go start my day. So yeah, it's a short one. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thanks, guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast. Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. Big John Allen Larges The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. 
We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Yeah.